Hey folks, it is 3.47 on Wednesday, August 25th, 2021, and thank you for listening. Um, I didn't go back through this one. See, this is what happens when you sit on a bunch of segments, on a, when you sit on an episode for too long. You don't know what's in it. I sort of know, but it's not right on the front of my brain. So, I don't know what else to say about this. I hope you like it. Um, I do. You know what? <sighs> I feel bad. I finally, Someone finally sent me an audio message. Thank you, whoever you are. Um, I totally forgot about that. Let me know if you want me to include your message in the podcast, and I will answer your question. Um, someone left me a message and asked me a nice question following up about an episode from a while back. And I have been busy and totally forgot to answer that. So, thanks for the question. That was really nice. That felt good. All right. Um, so, let me know if you have any feelings or thoughts about this episode. Sorry there's no music. My setup in my new digs is still sort of crazy and not as I would love. But, um... I'm getting there. I'm getting there. All right. Well, you all have a wonderful day, and thanks for listening again and subscribing if you do. <clears throat> and always feel free to um, leave feedback at anchor.fm slash hourback. And if you want to, you can check out my blog at my personal blog at hourback.info. I also do have a more like generic professional IT blog at alijnabadi.info. Um, I don't post there as much, but I do try to put some interesting things there or if something important comes up, I try to put it there. Um... I guess that's it for now. And if you do want to connect, you can find me on Instagram and all over the place. On Instagram, I'm at Hourback. H-O-U-R-B-A-C-K. And, I mean, if you really want to talk about it, okay, yeah, I'm on Facebook also, and then I'm on uh, uh, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Who Who cares? If you go to anchor.fm slash hourback or my blog, you will see plenty of ways to see all that stuff. I don't need to run down that list. All right. Hope you enjoy the show. Have a nice day. Bye-bye. I just wanted to make a note that I was watching, and I've been blogging about this, Uh, uh, recently, 
also. But um, The Sopranos, season four, sorry, I'm looking at the computer. Yeah, season four, episode 10, The Strong Silent Type. Like, right around that episode, really, it's amazing how much it's speaking to me at this point in my life. And it's really cool. And, um, also, it's really, these are really good episodes. I don't remember them being this way. I don't think I fully appreciated The Sopranos the first time I watched it. I might have only seen it once. I don't know. But, it's really good. There you have it. So, just a little review on delivery food drivers. They don't seem to do a good job. They are... I need to, I think I need to do a little more thinking about this because it seems significant. The effect that the delivery drivers have on culture, but then also the culture of the delivery drivers. And it depends on where you live. It's, it, I'm sure there are very, it's very different on, in different regions. Of the country. <sighs> so difficult to put together a scientific scorecard or something. Anyway. What's going on? The delivery driver is on the way. What do you say? That's all I know. He's on the way. Could take two days. Could take ten minutes. I don't know. I don't know anything. But I know he's on the way. The delivery driver is on the way. I'm happy for now. Um, I'm outside with the new Q 
kitty cat that is hanging around Lord Street in Kelso, Washington. And that's that. Okay. Goodbye for now. So, <clears throat> see, again, I should have cleared my throat before I hit the record button, but I did remember to put on Do Not Disturb for 15 minutes. There you go. So, progress, not perfection. <sighs> so... I thought I would say something about this while I was thinking about it. Because um, it's been on my mind. Or I've thought about it quite a bit. <clears throat> Pardon me. One of the... What do you say? Paradoxes? I don't even think it's a paradox. One of the ironies, one of the counterintuitive results of capitalism as it's practiced in the United States, which is not a free, equal market by any means. It's a rigged system Obviously, if you pay any attention. One of the frustrating things about it, so I haven't watched TV in a long time. I haven't had an opportunity to sit down in a house with television. So the place where I'm staying, they have Dish Network. And so I'm looking at it, and they have a DVR and all that stuff. And the sad thing about it is, it's only slightly more improved than the TiVo system I was using in Albuquerque, New Mexico in 1998. We've had PCs. They're all computers. They're just computers and hard drives and CPUs and RAM. And if you don't know anything about that, then you should probably shut up because you don't know what you're talking about. And the more you know about technology, the more you can see that these tiny increments of progress have just been meted out in order to facilitate profit gain by the companies. We could be magnitudes ahead of where we are technologically. There could be technological innovations throughout our society in ways you haven't even imagined. But they haven't because we are working on a for-profit capitalist system. So it's actually a hindrance. And all the bullshit about innovation, what good is that innovation? They store, they store room, they hoard these ideas for the future and just deal them out bit by bit, only when they have to. In fact, no innovation takes place unless it's profitable. 
they can have research all day. And patents, I mean, for example, when I was, uh, it was in the mid 90s, and I was, it was when the anti tobacco rhetoric started heating up. And so I was reading about that, and um, they were talking about the merits of the case that cigarettes are harmful to people. So some people did some research and realized that a large amount of the toxins from cigarettes come from the way that they are manufactured. It's not because you're just picking up a tobacco leaf and drying it out and smoking it and you get cancer. It was part of the process of the way that they were dried in an industrial method. Because they were using combustion engines to heat these warehouses filled with tobacco leaves and there were toxic pollutants being blown across these tobacco leaves, and that was just part of it. Then they add chemicals to make sure that they don't burn too fast and that they stay lit so you don't have to relight it. If you ever have smoked a natural cigarette, they go out pretty easily because there's moisture in it. And, and they might add some fragrance or something or add something to make it more flammable. So it's not as simple as it seems on the surface. And even with all of the broadcast television coverage of this whole tobacco shit, most people don't even know any of that stuff. And one of the kickers is, so the guy, one of the guys who was doing research on this realized that there, if you could have a better way of drying the tobacco, such as a microwave heating element, you could cut the carcinogen amount down significantly or something, cut the toxins out. So he goes to the patent office. I'm probably getting this story a little messed up. So don't quote me on it, but the basics are there. So he goes to the patent office. Lo and behold, one of the tobacco, big tobacco companies had already patented a microwave tobacco heater. They just don't use it. Because it would cost them money to transition their systems over to using it instead of the combustion engines. So there you go. And the whole thing about these DVRs and how they laud their capabilities. And, you know, I was impressed because now you can look at your channel history on the Dish Network. Well, you probably could have done that about 30 years ago. You just chose not to. Because you're sad sacks of shit. And you don't care about actual innovation and doing a good job in your industry. You just care about doing the least amount you can for the most amount of profit. And I feel like that is the American way. And unfortunately, it's not just the corporations. I've had plenty of experience working with actual people, even blue-collar people. And there are some lazy fucks in the United States. 
And no wonder Mexicans get a lot of jobs here. No wonder immigrants get a lot of jobs here and succeed. Because they actually do work. They do work. And it's pretty shocking. But anyway, our economy is so fucked now. It seems like it's hard for everybody. And even if a spoiled white person wanted to get a job, I don't even know if he could. So that's unfortunate. But anyway, just had to say that. Goodbye. It is 8.42 p.m. on Sunday, August 15, 2021. I am standing outside of the front porch of my home, the house in which I rent a room in Kelso, Oregon. And <clears throat> this might be a, I keep thinking it's going to be a big week here and there. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's going to be a big week, but I'm trying to figure out if I can pay for my attorney um, who seems very competent, who was referred to me by somebody else. And um, I felt like she listened to me very well and understood my case and was interested in what I had to think about it and say about it. So I feel like if I had gone to her first, maybe that we would be in a different situation. But that's how things go. So I am trying to figure out what to do next. Um, basically, I'm broke because I don't have a paycheck yet for my new job. <clears throat> it's probably going to land right around the time I have to pay rent. So that will be good news. And thankfully, my land lady is a very nice person and giving me a generous discount, I would say, on the fair, uh, square feet perspective on it. Um, <clears throat> I'm trying to turn it into, I don't know what I'm going to turn it into. I don't know if I'm going to stay here for two months or five years, or I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm just trying to get settled, find a place to stabilize and get things in order. Sell my house in Mississippi. That is a nightmare, but it's, it seems like it's about to be past the point of no return. So that will be delightful. I don't even give a shit what happens to it. As long as it ends up one way or the other. Nita, Nita Durrell, if you want a real estate agent in the Jackson County, or sorry, Jackson, Mississippi area, 
She is a wonderful person. Nita Durrell. Durrell Realty or something. I'm sorry, Nita. She has been a champion for me in many ways. And I appreciate that very much. And especially when I had to leave or face 90 days in jail for stupid reasons for sending email because my wife is a coward and the judge is an idiot, basically. I mean, how can you put someone in jail for sending email, you idiot? I have to come out and say it. That's stupid. That was a stupid decision. And if I never am able to step foot in Mississippi, that's fine. Without being arrested, that's fine. If I burned the bridges, that's fine. I'm not saying Troy Odom is stupid, but I'm saying the decision was stupid. That's laughable. 90 days for emails for a guy who's on the end of his rope about to commit suicide wanting to talk to his stupid ex-wife to see if there's any chance of him ever seeing his boys again and that's what he delivers so I think that is poor judgment so you're probably a bad judge Maybe you should go back to car sales or something. <clears throat> or whatever you did before. Because judging things probably isn't your forte. I like to judge things, though. I think I do a very good job at judging things. And I could probably pick down anybody in the room. So come at me, bruh. Which is a coincidental uh, segue to I finished watching the last episode of The Sopranos, which was marvelous. I've really never watched it the whole way through, and I did a very good job watching it thoroughly, and my friend told me all kinds of stuff about it when I had questions and she was very nice and um, Lorraine Bracco should not have been cast in that role it probably should have been um, what's her name somebody's here for delivery I think um, I'm going to put it on pause for now. So I think I was, I'm not used to this resuming segments. So I hope this works over here, but a delivery person dropped off some food for some people who live in the house that I live in. And I paused the podcast for that. So, anyway, back to The Sopranos. 
Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, the thing about it, what was that? Did they drop off any Wendy's? I don't know. It was just that bag. Was this supposed to be something else? Right, maybe there's a misdelivery. <clears throat> I don't know. But there you have it. So I'm doing all this while Karen is pretending to run the same old house in the same old way with the same boys in the same structure, except Daddy's gone. He must be on a trip of some special kind. Maybe he's loony. Maybe he's angry. Maybe he couldn't control himself. Maybe it's boys you're too young to understand this. Maybe it's... Uh... You don't know where you're talking about. Or, let's see, what else? What could some other ones be? Hmm. <clears throat> Boys, you just... <clears throat> You just don't remember what happened, maybe. That would be funny. There's plenty of documentation, and videos and photos and smiling photographs where I am smiling genuinely because I'm having a good time. But Karen is putting on a fake face as she usually does, because she wants to look nice for the camera, which is all about appearances, which is pretty much what this sums up to. She's trying to do the best to conserve damage to her appearance. And that is a cowardly way to live life. And I know she is better than that, and I hope she does understand that at some point, someday, and does something about it. And I hope she does not murder my children in the bathtub, or drive them into the lake in a car. Because I could sort of see that happening, which is why I went over there in the middle of the night in November 2020. Because I could conceive of this situation where she is so stressed out and <clears throat> whatever that she doesn't know what to do with things. So hopefully it doesn't come to that. So hallelujah, Judge Troy Odom and Rankin County and fuck you, everybody. And hope to see you someday. I will dance around Mississippi if I ever have to go down south. I will probably take Ubers or buses or something there 
instead of driving myself with a license plate with my name on it. Um, but it seems like probably Mississippi is too poor or lazy to drag me down from any other state. Um, that's what the word is. So even if Karen doesn't release me from her stupid injunction or protective order, I think I'm probably okay with having an arrest warrant for a 90-day sentence for contempt of court for sending email. Ooh, boy. Sending email and posting some PDFs. Oh, shit. You know, that's a crime, boys. That's a crime, boys. Get out the guns. Gotta do some You can't flaunt the law. You have to respect the law. You have to respect the law in every piece it says. Well, tell you what. I would tell my children, fuck that. That's why I'm doing this. I'm saying, fuck the law. There are times where the law doesn't make sense, and you gotta do what you gotta do, because you're a human being living a human life on the planet Earth, and everything's fucked up, and fuck the United States, and fuck Karen, <clears throat> and <clears throat> need to get a drink of water. Um, oh, what's it about now? Is it about dextromethorphan again? Or is it about alcohol? Or is it about violence? Or is it about guns? Pick one, Karen. Pick one and stick to it. Or is it about yelling at you? What is it? Which one is it that you're so scared of? Dunce, idiot, coward. If you kill yourself, don't take the boys down with you. That's all I can say. Because that would break my heart. It absolutely would. Which is why I didn't want to sign that stupid paper that said, uh, I relinquish all of my parental rights, even future adoption options. Did you know that, people? In Mississippi, if you relinquish your parental rights, that means you opt not to be involved in any future adoption process of the person who is... Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You too. Who is... <clears throat> um... trying to take your kids and that's when I balked and I said I could not sign that document I could not sign that document saying that until they're 21 I relinquish my right to involve myself in the adoption of them if that something were to happen to Karen or her mother or something else I am their birth parent I am the better parent. She's an idiot. This is all stupid. And it's a farce and fuck everybody. Okay. I'm going to try to have a good week. <laughs> See how it goes. Alright, I'm going to stop for now. Bye-bye. I love you. You have a good week also. 
Thank God it's cooling down here. There's some wind and the earth is not burning right now. So hallelujah, but it probably will soon. So fuck the United States. <laughs> Watch Planet of the Humans with Michael Moore and what's his name? Philip, what's his name? I can't remember. Richard, Philip Richards, I can't remember. All right, bye-bye for now. Good evening. I believe that Karen had a lot of resentment about my relationship with the boys. And any time I surpassed her in any way of paying attention to them, or trying to make things better, it seemed to stifle her view of things. And she had a very rigid perspective on what the life she wanted to have should be like. Instead of compromise, that would be nice. Wouldn't that be nice? Because there's really no compromise there. Um, it is 10. Thanks, Android, you motherfuckers. 10.28 um, p.m. On Monday, August 16, 2021. And I'm in Kelso, Oregon. And I think this is my third week here, maybe, at my new place. Um, started my new job last week, living in my new home this couple weeks. And I'm um, still figuring things out. The person who is renting me the room really is being very generous in how much space she's giving me and the price, I feel like. So I wanna make it worth her while and try and contribute to things, upgrades to the establishment and infrastructure of the place. And I think this place has a lot of potential to be pretty cool. <clears throat> um, maybe that's presumptuous. Maybe she don't want me to help her fix her place. Maybe that's arrogant or rude. Anyway, I thought there could be some obvious improvements that I could help finance. <clears throat> and so it looks like, like the whole basement is pretty much mine. And I have garage access. I can just walk out of the garage into the driveway. And it's cool right now. And we're at the end of the street. There's no through traffic. Very quiet. It's pretty nice. 
I'm probably gonna be the noisiest motherfucker on this block. It's become that way already. People have told me to turn it down. I can't help it. I rock. I rock loudly and often. But I am trying to be considerate also. And I will take steps to ensure that I do not disturb my housemates or neighbors. And I think this will be a really nice place for a while until I can get established and get my life back together. Thanks, Karen. Anyway. I really miss my boys. I was thinking about them a lot today. My friend and I went to Long Beach. I think I mentioned I got them some jewelry. They think Wesley and Elliot would like a lot. And I'm just waiting to send them because I have to, uh, there was something I bought for Karen actually, probably two weeks after she booted me out of the house. And I friendlyly, cooperatively decided to do what she asked instead of resisting and um, so I went on a trip someplace and I bought this um, sunflower thing and I don't know if you know me and Karen but we had a thing where Karen and I were pretty into sunflower sunflower vegetarian restaurant in Vienna Virginia and we bought uh, <clears throat> when I brought her to Colorado to see a good friend of mine um, her and her mom actually both we bought some art that was sunflower inspired and we gave it to the restaurant. And so I saw something shortly after Karen again exiled me from my family without any good reason. And I, but I went along with it because I'm a nice guy. She was freaking out and I didn't want to argue with her. So I was trying to be the nice guy and look at what happens. And she asked me again. I'm not going to dwell on this. She wants me to pay her legal fees? I don't think so. I'd like to see how that turns out. I mean, if it ends up that I end up paying it, fine. Fine. Who cares? Money comes and goes. But ethically, on principle, fuck that. She asked for it. She did this. I didn't do it. Idiot. So. Yeah, it's a really nice night. So it was super hot here for a while and now it cooled off dramatically. And um, it's still a little humid, but it really cooled off and it feels great. And um, 
I'm excited to get the place set up more. And I can get my TV channel back up and running. And when my boys can learn how to get around Karen's restrictions on their internet access that you might put in place for trying to get in touch with me, they can look me up on the web and see what I'm doing. And I would love that to happen. That's part of the reason why I got into videography. Also, speaking of which, I was on Instagram recently. I was doing a lot of Instagramming recently. And so I clicked on something from Full Sail University, I think. And it is amazing. They offer these arts programs for really cool stuff. And at first, I was thinking about videography. That's what initially latched me onto it. Um, because of the live streaming that I was trying to do and the hourback.tv project. But then I was clicking around and they had something about audio production. And I mean, I just ordered a bunch of audio equipment and God damn it, I just, what I would like to do is get some training on how to use this stuff to its, to its best effect and be able to produce my own stuff or other people's stuff. And I feel like I have an ear for it. So it could be a means of revenue income so i called them full sail university and said that i would be interested in say what are you joining me So um, I called them and said I would like to switch to the from the videography and filmography to the audio production, and it sounded great. And they give you tons of equipment as part of the process, professional grade equipment to get started, like industry standard stuff. So I'm pretty excited. And I definitely qualified for financial aid because I've earned basically zero for three years. And yeah, so it seems like things are good. This is probably the first good day I was telling a friend that I've had in months. And I thanked her very much for it. I thank my housemate who is renting me my room. This really is making a big difference to me. And a lot of people, other people went into connecting me with her and stuff, but I'm very grateful for what I have and being able to start over again in this way, it feels really cool. So we'll see what happens. Goodbye for now. Now I'm trying to track down my internet girlfriend, Julia.
Karen, I wish you would let me share with my children what I have learned through my life to help them be the best they can be and live a rich life for themselves. And please do not deprive me of the opportunity to impart that to them. I think that's what saddens me the most. I feel like passing on my experience and wisdom and knowledge of stuff is just That's the main point of living, if you're going to be a parent. And that is what scares me, to have that fucking gap where they don't have me giving that to them. And it scares me because you have given me no indication that you would, are even open to that at all. You're a cowardly, deceptive person. And I'm afraid your own misgivings and paranoias are having a vast cost on the kids. Period. I thought I was talking to my phone. Um, I am talking to my phone. I just wanted to say that while I was thinking it. I am on my way to get some groceries from Rite Aid. And it's going to be a... 23-minute hike back and forth. And uh, pretty nice weather. And I just felt like I needed to say that. I feel like you're depriving them of, you're depriving them of me. Obviously, that's what it comes down to. And I don't like that. They're not getting the benefits of having a dad. And that's your fault. And that makes me sad for myself. And it makes me sad for them. You're a pretty selfish person up to this point. 
Hopefully you will show some character in the next few months and back the fuck off or something. I don't know. But so far, I have no expectations of anything good coming from you. Hello folks, it is 2.31 p.m. on Sunday, August 22nd, 2021. And this has been a hell of a week. I think I got food poisoning or viral gastroenteritis, otherwise known as a stomach bug, otherwise known as a stomach flu, but because people love to abuse language, there is no such thing as a stomach flu. Um, maybe it's just the um, lack of quality public education. I don't know. I don't know why that has persisted. Also, Speaking of things that have persisted, I noticed that on a countertop of a kitchen I was in recently, that there was a bottle of antibacterial dish soap. What the fuck? I thought they stopped selling that. I thought they created a law against that. Does anyone still think that's a good idea? Apparently so. I'm here to tell you that that's not a good idea. No one should be using antibacterial anything. And um, if you haven't been educated on this, it, among other things, it creates drug-resistant bacteria that could kill you. And if you actually were to be infected by it, but usually when you're washing dishes or washing your hands at your house, you don't have bacteria and you're not gonna get it as long as you wash your hands with soap. That's all you need, folks. Unless you're in a hospital or something, you don't need that kind of shit. I didn't even know if they use it in hospitals. They probably outlawed that also. I don't know about outlawed, but hospital guidelines hopefully have reduced the use of that. I mean, I don't know what they need in hospitals. I shouldn't say that. Maybe they do need it. But the general population does not need to be soaking themselves in antibacterial products. It's a gimmick, and you don't need it, and it's harmful to the planet, and we've already seen a lot of harm come from it. Um, my job is going okay. It got derailed by my being out most of last week sick. I just felt horrible. 
I don't know if you've ever had food poisoning, but, um, and again, I'm assuming that's what it is because I don't have health care because I live in the United States and, but looking at my symptoms and what I've experienced in the past, I think that's probably what it was. <sighs> but I'm starting to feel better. Ibuprofen helps a hell of a lot. And hot showers help. Um, my sleep has been extremely hit and miss. I basically lie there and sweat. Sweat and ache and wake up periodically. Even though there's a fan blowing on me constantly. Um, so, let's see. Still don't have a car. USAA completely fucked up my insurance reimbursement. They first they deposited it. Oh, well, that's another story. I'll tell you about that later. But anyway, they deposited it into a checking account in which I do not have access. And then I had to call them and have them reissue it. And then they reissued it and then they sent it to the wrong address. And so tomorrow, hopefully, I'm going to go back to Adolfo's house and hopefully the check will be there. That's the insurance reimbursement check for the stolen Kia Soul from earlier this year. Um, and having a car will help. I don't know if that's what I'm going to spend the money on, of course. I think I've mentioned I, I was thinking about possibly hiring an attorney to defend me in my trial in September. I think it's the 20th, 21st, and 22nd, where Karen is trying to take away my legal custody of the kids. I need to look at the documents again because um, one of the things that I, my previous attorney and I talked about was what would keep Karen from harassing me? And let there be no doubt, this has been harassment. She's fucked with my life in almost every way she can relentlessly and um, without any line of communication she's not interested in any kind of compromise she knows what she wants she's a vindictive self-righteous bitch shallow thinking woman who thinks she knows what's going on She's a mama, mama bear. Is that what it is? 
And um, I don't even think it's that. That sounds too noble. She's basically a scared little girl and resentful. And she's told me that, how she's had so much resentment toward me when we were in, when we were living together. Cause she felt like I was all living off, going off to work, living my life, my happy life away from the house, away from the kids, away from the childcare. I would love to take care of the kids all day. I would love to run a household. There's so much peace and Zen in that. That's where I would find my fulfillment. I, plus I do it better than she does. I would love to afflict it, but she didn't want that. She wanted a paycheck. So anyway, back to the resentment. So she felt like I was off having fun at work and then going upstairs on the weekends to study. And that was more fun away from the kids. Anyway, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, so I was thinking of, oh, okay. So this is a, something I need to clarify. So then I was talking with my previous attorney, Rob Spotswood, and we were talking about what could keep her from, keep her foot off of my neck for the rest of my life. And so he talked about, I don't know who brought it up. I presume he did. He said, or maybe I did, I don't know. Termination of parental rights. Basically severing everything. Now, I didn't know what that meant. Because in Mississippi, it means pretty horrible things. It's not just termination of parental rights. That's a shorthand for it and a not very clear one at that. What it actually means is, and I think I've mentioned this here, you're not just saying you're not their dad anymore. It's saying you waive all right to adopt them in the future and among other things, but that was the one that got me. And I felt like, how could I say that? How could I voluntarily say that? But I was still considering doing it if we could have the talk. I wanted Karen to tell me what her attitude was gonna be about things after this mess. Well, that never came. What I didn't know was my attorney filed the document. He wasn't supposed to file the document. He misunderstood. Uh, maybe I was unclear. I don't see how. Maybe he wasn't paying enough attention. I don't know what. Maybe he thought he knew what was best. I don't know what. So he did file the document. So now part of what I'm doing tomorrow with my little errand trip in Portland is I am notarizing a document to withdraw that document from court. And hopefully it's not too late. Now, what I was saying earlier about what I needed to 
get some clarification on was I need to find out exactly what the hearing is about in September because as far as I know, I was the one who brought up that idea and her goal might still be the original termination of legal custody, which is much more modest. And um, I would still retain my parental rights. I just wouldn't have any kind of custody of them. And I can live with that because in essence, I couldn't have that anyway. That ship has sailed for various reasons. So, still things to be hopeful about. Moving forward on the sale of my house in some form, it's a mess. Um, but it looks like it's finally going to happen. I don't know exactly when. It's moving pretty slowly, but um, let's see what else. There's a nice cat here, cat friend I've met. We've called him, decided to call him Sammy. He stays with me downstairs in the basement during the day, sometimes when he wants to be there. And then I put him out at night because my renter um, doesn't want a cat in the house. I don't know why, but it's not like it would make things any worse. Um, it probably help with bugs and stuff. crunch as usual I won't go on about that people might be overly sick of me talking about how I'm sort of like permanently on the brink of either going broke or being broke or financial insecurity of some kind hopefully things are gonna level out anyway so about the car payment so or the uh, insurance payout for the car. So initially I was thinking I was going to pay the attorney. I've met a nice attorney in Mississippi. Um, McNinch Law Firm, I think is what it's called. And the attorney is Ann Reagan. And uh, that's her first name, by the way. And um, I had a nice consultation with her and Jeremy. And I was impressed with how well they went through the documents up to that point. And um, 
I might have to get up if these dogs are going to keep barking. I don't know what they're barking at. Um, but, and we got to the point where I basically asked her, is it even worth doing anything about this? What's the best outcome I could get by paying this? And they wanted 10,000 bucks and they let me know that this was just the, not the tip of the iceberg, hopefully, but only the beginning. And um, it could well go higher than that. Um, I swear, these people buy these dogs and they just don't socialize them, they don't train them. People just don't deserve dogs like this, who are like this. If your dog, if you let your dog outside and it just barks all the time, constantly, that's probably a problem. Yes, you can live in the farm and it's not gonna necessarily bother anybody, but it doesn't mean it's good. I think that dog has a an unsettled mind and has been very understimulated. And someone should be telling it to shut up. Who likes to hear a dog bark like that? Not me. All right. Well, this has been really long. I need to go inside and drink some water because I am parched. I go through water like crazy. Hope you're having a good day. I will talk with you later. Goodbye for now. All right, folks. It's 3.43 p.m. on Wednesday, August 25, 2021. And I'm going to go ahead and just cut this episode. I didn't want to go back and look at it, but it's been, I think, 19 days since I published the last one, which seems way too long. So I'm going to try and do them like I think I've said more frequently or more more frequently and more regularly, but um, I'd like to do it once a week, even if it's only 20 minutes. But, um, and now that things are starting to sort of settle down a little bit, for now, I say that cautiously, because who knows what the hell can happen. I'm sick of things falling out of the sky right on my head. But so far, nothing horrible has happened. No summons, no subpoenas, no horrible words from my idiot ex-wife. No, no nothing. Um, no new bad news.
So the job is going well. I'm just going to not, not look too hard at this situation. Um, so I will hopefully be able to have more like, um, cause I've been keeping notes of things that I wanted to talk about. It's just that other things come up. Um, so maybe I can start looking at that list instead of doing a flying by the seat of my pants podcast. But whatever. So thank you for listening. I hope you find something interesting or valuable in this episode. And I hope that you don't think it was a complete waste of your time. Um, I guess that's it. Have a wonderful week. I love you. I hope you love yourself. Do something nice for yourself. And... I don't know about where you are, but it's starting to feel like fall, which I love. And so enjoy the change of the seasons while we still have some. Um, Watch Planet of the Humans. There's a plug. All right. Goodbye.